These are not jokes, but they are actual comments left on Forest Service comment cards by backpackers completing wilderness camping trips. A small deer came into my camp and stole my bag of pickles. Is there a way I can get reimbursed? Escalators would help on steep uphill sections. Instead of a permit system or regulations, the Forest Service needs to reduce worldwide population growth to limit the number of visitors to wilderness. <laughs> Trails need to be wider so people can walk while holding hands. Ban walking sticks in wilderness. Hikers that use walking sticks are more likely to chase animals. All the, mall all the mile markers are missing this year. Trails need to be reconstructed. Please avoid building trails that go uphill. Too many bugs and leeches and spiders and spiderwebs. Please spray the wilderness to get rid of these pests. Please pave the, tra the trails. <laughs> Please pave the trails so they can be plowed of snow in the winter. Chairlifts need to be in some places so that we can get to the wonderful views without having to hike them. The coyotes made too much noise last night and kept me awake. Please eradicate these no annoying animals. Reflectors need to be placed on trees every 50 feet so people can hike at night with flashlights. Need more signs to keep area pristine. <laughs> what? <laughs> A McDonald's would be nice at the trailhead. The place where trails do not exist are not well marked. <laughs> Too many rocks in the mountain. You're listening to the Smackdown Outdoors podcast. What's up, everybody? How are you? Smackdown Outdoors Podcast. I'm your host, Doug Glimmerveen. I'm just an idiot with a couple of cameras, microphones, and a dream. <laughs> Funny story behind that. My uh, When I kind of started filming and whatnot, my buddy kind of asked me, he goes, you know, what's with all the camera stuff and whatnot? And I go, I don't know. I'm just an idiot with a camera and a dream. Just right off the top of my head. No idea where it came from. Now I've just added some microphones, but uh, everything, including the idiot part, kind of stays the same. So I'm not a genius when it comes to much. Uh, you know, I'm just a normal dude trying to learn stuff. So you can join me along the ride. But anyway, let's get back to the, uh, the important stuff. Like, what are we doing this week? Well, this week we were actually on location. We were on location with Mr. Nicholas Cox and Mr. Mark Schutz, like shuts the door. And we were actually ice fishing on on uh, Lake Minnetonka. Uh, we were in their permanent house. They run a guide service. And, heck, we had a ball. We caught a lot of fish. We were catching crappies. Nothing real, real, real big. But, you know, I don't, for me, it's, it's, I don't really care. Sometimes, you know, you just got to get out and catch fish. I mean, we caught some nines, we caught some tens, maybe an 11 here, whatever. But uh, they talk about Tonka Fishing, which is actually a company. Um, and they talk about Mark Schutt's got Fishing Guide Service. And they also talk Full Throttle, which is uh, run by Mark as well. And they'll explain all three of those in the podcast. 
but we had a great time. They, heck, they even had some some beverages and some pizza for me, and it was nice and warm. And like I said, we caught fish. They found a good spot. He explained what the uh, explained to me what he was looking for. When he picked the spot, we were on a saddle, two sides, you know, on either side of us dropped off, and the fish kind of go in. Oops, kind of go in between that, those two spots, those deeper spots. So as they come up and over, boom, they sit there and we catch them. So had a good time, had a very good time, and uh, I'll definitely try to do another uh, do another episode out there with them, mainly just so I can fish out there with them again. <laughs> That's right. But uh, yeah. So good episode, and um, you know we talk a little bit about we talk about Minnetonka, we talk about fishing in general, and some other random stuff. So you guys know how my podcasts work. We talk about the one thing, one or two things that uh, the guides on for, and then we just randomly pick out other stuff to talk about. So you know uh, we don't do we're not going to do uh, news of the week or uh, master angler or anything like that. We'll just get into the episode here in a second. But first. I want to tell you about a couple of podcasts I listen to. I've mentioned them before. First one is The Broken Line from Bemidji, Minnesota. We got Aaron and Patrick. They've got a really good show. They got uh, they do a lot of guests as well. They're not um, they're not an every week thing because they're involved with uh, Fish Addictions TV. So they do a lot of filming and they don't always have time to do a podcast but that's a good one to check out um they're kind of everywhere youtube and i think itunes and probably iHeartRadio. i don't know they're kind of all over the place um so it's not real hard to find them and then the second one is the midwest angler those guys are from uh iowa and they've it's kind of funny because they've got what their version kind of of a uh uh, intern tony if you've listened to my previous episodes i've got uh, a buddy of mine tony i just kind of he's just kind of my intern without being an intern i don't even know if he's ever been on the show so just somebody i make fun of and they've got their ramsey so yeah kind of the same thing uh you can catch them on youtube you can catch them on soundcloud and uh, that's another one to listen to so give those guys both of those shows broken line and midwest angler angler a listen no they're not paying me. I'm doing this because I listen to them. And as podcasters, we need to work together. Uh, we're not fighting for your listens. We just want you to listen to all of us. Okay? All right. So, without further ado, let's find out who Nicholas Cox, Mark Schutz, Tonka Fishing, Mark Schutz Guide Service, and Full Throttle Fishing are. You know, let's let's find out what they're all about. So, let's jump in and uh, we'll go straight to Nicholas. All right. Enjoy. Let's start with Nick. Yeah. Why don't, you well, tell, why don't you tell everybody what you're all about? Yeah, so uh, my name's Nick. I uh, run a group out here called Tonka Fishing. Uh, we're in our fifth year. We are Lake Minnetonka's largest community in terms of social media following for fishing, all things fishing, year-round on Lake Minnetonka. If you notice the logo, you got the water and you got the snowflake and... Uh, that's just what we love to do out here. We do a lot of uh, promotional services for various brands, uh, regional businesses, but um, in the winter, uh, for the last five years, we've been pretty heavy running guide trips, whether it be in wheelhouses or portables. Uh, and in the summer, we do a lot of media, shoot a lot of media, video, photography, um, and a lot of it's focused in the outdoor space. Cool. So, yeah. Oh, oh, come on. 
No oh, place oh. we'd rather be. Oh, 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 oh! Missed. Swang and a mess. Missed. Missed. So what did you, um, like, how did you start it? What was the, who was behind it, or who thought of the idea, or? Well, it was me and a buddy, and, uh, it was me and a couple buddies I fish with a lot out here. Uh, started as an Instagram page, and, uh, started just sharing user-generated content, um, People would hashtag Tonka Fishing, came out with the logo design, started really getting a, a decent following, and I mean, we've grown since then to an actual business, um, which is nice. It's not something I've always done full time. Uh, I've always moon kind of been operating in the moonlight, taking on projects and running trips when I can, but uh, as of October, I've been doing this full time. and. Haven't looked back. I got a good partner here for uh, ice fishing stuff, Mark Schutz. Right Mark's, on. Mark's a great dude. He's been on Tonka for years, 20 years plus, fishing Denny's when they first started, and he knows yep. the lake well, and he's a Malax guy, so. Yeah. Um, and I credit a lot of just, you know, the media stuff and just getting engaged to where, where I'm at with Mark offering introductions to people in the industry that are just. Mark's got one of them. Yeah, there we go. A little the squirt. Hey. There we go. A little squirt. So, yeah, that's that's my story. I'll let Mark talk about himself <laughs> a little bit and kind of what he's up to. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, my name is Mark Schutz. Uh, thanks for having us on, Doug. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I've started fishing on Lake Minnetonka. I've been fishing out here for, I don't know, too many years. I'm getting old, I guess. And I've uh, fished a lot of tournaments on this lake. I've been guiding out here for 20-some years. Um, I... Right now, I presently guide on Malax Lake for smallmouth bass mostly and some walleyes. And then I, I do a lot of stuff on Minnetonka. Um, we're really heavy this year into the ice fishing. As you can see, we're in a very nice 2019 Glacier Fish House. This is officially the nicest studio that I've had so far. <laughs> I, guess. I love yeah, it. Yeah. Yep. So we've had a lot of people out here. Um, we've taken clients from all over the United States and we've brought them out here to what I like to think of as a very nice ice fishing experience. Yeah. Uh, most time the, you know, 70, 75 degrees in here. Uh, it's got all the amenities. Fish. Nick's got one. There you go. Yeah. It's got all the amenities in here. Stove, big screen TV, stereo, surround sound, nice leather couches. And, you know, we're, we're pretty fortunate enough and blessed to be out here catching some fish while we're telling a few few jokes here and there too yeah no i say yeah i mean you see you guys out here you know on the uh, on facebook and whatnot yep families people from yeah companies i saw what shimano was out here yeah with you and yeah and did you guys have the super bowl people with you or were you just doing that with them uh last year we had the nfl network out um for the pregame super bowl show and we got it um steve mariucci and michael irvin and we had, we had a nice was little clip. A, was that a mink coat he was wearing? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw that just the other day. I was like, is he oh, wearing yeah. a mink while he's ice fishing? Yep. The price of fur goes up. Yeah. <laughs> and Michael Irvin was, you know, he didn't know what to think at all. I believe he's from uh, California, but I could be wrong there. And he had never been on ice at all. Yeah. And so every little crack, he was like, oh, man, I don't know. Oh, man, <laughs> oh, man. And uh, at first we had a stage... You know, both the NFL legends, we had both of them staged to be oh, out, outside catching 
fish and crappies and stuff. Yeah. And they had no idea what they were in for. <laughs> we took them inside and we had the TV monitor set up and we watched, you know, a whole bunch of fish being caught. And those guys all were cameras down. And yeah, well, they loved it. They yeah. loved it. That was a pretty cool video you guys did. Yeah, it was pretty neat. We started them out to start him and Mariucci out on the ice. Yes. <laughs> Just yep. on a bucket. Yeah, and we did, that was all planned. Yeah. You know. All right, so for everybody wondering at home, yes, I can catch fish. No, it's not big. <laughs> <laughs> I did switch to the red one, though. But there are a ton of fish down there. There's a Damn, ton of fish down there. Yep. And for the folks at home, too, the usually the later it gets, the bite actually picks up out yep. here on Taka. Yep. Um, the night bite, at least what we have found in this spot, and then other spots out here, um, seems to be a lot, lot um, more, get more action. Mm -hmm. A little bit more productive in yeah. terms of numbers. Yep. You can get on a good bite during the day, but it's mainly going to be, you know, your gills and your pike. Um, you know, walleyes are really good, uh, you know, early season and then fall and spring. But there's not really anybody targeting walleyes out here, you know, and a good night for yeah. walleyes is like one, maybe, yeah. two if you're a local guy and you've been fishing the same spot for 40 years and not... You know, Doug's got another one. Yeah. Loosening well, your lips at all. Nice we job, know, it's, Doug. It's, it's a little bigger. No, it's probably the same fish. <laughs> 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 you know, that's the one thing I, I don't qu quite get is the guy that... Where my uh, toothpick? You got that? I do. The one thing you don't the, get? The, uh, the walleyes. Like, nobody... It, it, it's a good walleye lake. Great walleye yeah. lake. But it doesn't get the... the Attention, I guess. We used to should. we used to target walleyes on Minnetonka quite a bit. Oh man! Back ten years ago, twelve years ago, we used to have a ice house over in Wyzetta Bay, and we, we, our average night would catch between two to seventeen walleyes a night. Okay. Yeah. Part of the part of the hard part sometimes on Minnetonka is a lot of the good walleye spots are on the main lake. Yeah. yeah. A lot of the main lake is. You know, the driving conditions cannot be, a, you know, they're not as favorable sometimes. Pressure ridges, skill yeah. wild roads. Yeah. You don't so see the communities yeah. on the main lake. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You see a house here or there, you know. Yeah. because yeah, I know there's a lot of walleyes, and they're good walleyes. Yeah. Really, really, really yeah. good walleyes out here. 30 inchers, yeah. every fall. Yeah. If you figure that there'd be more more uh, traffic out here for the walleyes and Sure. Yeah. And there is good traffic you can't get here. to them, it makes sense that you can't get to them. Well, you can get to a lot of spots. I think on this lake, almost, if you take a camera down on this lake, almost everywhere you look that has rocks on this lake, especially like rocky points, um, you're, you're going to see some walleyes. And you'll notice that during the middle of summer. A lot of guys who are out targeting bass and bass tournaments, Yeah. you know, we put our cameras down and we'll go over spots and, you know, you see bass here or there and there's 10 walleyes in a spot sometimes. And, yeah, my buddy Chad Eddings and Brian Simon and Jacob Rose, I always joke with them because they're big bass guys, but I always tell them, you know, they always send me nice pictures of walleyes. Yeah. And I just get so jealous because they're always out there bass fishing for walleyes. And it's just, they're in the weeds, they they bury themselves, you know, it's, it's high traffic, but but they are fun when they catch them. But there's no shortage of crappies out here. No. And, you know, and that's where the fun's at when that's you take out a family at. or a, a group of people that have exactly. never done this before. They come yeah. out, they catch 25, 50, yeah. 75 fish. They might maybe yeah. keep 5, 6, 10 fish, whatever. We'll clean them up for them. Yeah. Um, they, they have a blast. They go home, they have a meal, and, you know, they call us back. So it's, yeah. right it's good stuff. Yeah. 
bus. I'm guessing that, you know, Tonka is probably crappie first. You know, crappie blue the winner. Fish, yeah. And bass, bass second. Yeah. Oh, bass is, yeah. Well, actually, wintertime or summertime, bass is probably. This is predominantly. Bass is the king in the yeah. summer. Great musky fishery, a lot of pike. Pike have been getting bigger and bigger. Uh, we've yep. had some 39 inches caught out on Tonka this winter, which, I mean, you see a lot of just a lot of slimers, yeah. you know, little guys, but there's some, there's it's some, nice to see those big fish, you know? There's some very nice muskies on this side. Absolutely. Uh, I've seen one, and it was <laughs> not small at all. They're, 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 they're long and skinny out here. Yeah, there's some giants. Yeah. You know, like where Mark's at on Mille Lacs, it's like, a 50 inch muskie is just a, just fat rolling over your oh, fingers, yeah. just a giant. You know, a 50 inch muskie out here might just be long and slender, but they're beauties. Yeah, you know? yeah there's some. I wonder why that is. Because, I mean, there's so. I mean, you would think that a fish here would almost. Well, I think, too, though. There's no, like, big. Like. On this, like. like you know, whitefish tubies or. Yeah, but with Cisco. the amount of panfish out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Lean well, meats. I got a fish. But, uh. Some of the neat things about I found out about guiding out here that is it a double? We got a double. We got a double. Oh, I got. Him. Hey, look at that. <laughs> Sunny. A Sunfish. Yep. I think that's the beauty of Minnetonka. It's it's very close to the city. Yep. It's close to the Mega Mall. Yeah. Uh, you can. Br I would say 60% of the people that we guide have never even ice fished. No, really. And yeah. so there a lot of corporate people come in. A lot of um, families and moms and dads and all kinds of people. And it's so convenient to come out here. You just drive your drive your vehicle right up to the house, and yeah. you get out. You can have your work clothes on if you want, and just sit down and have some fun. Yeah. Has there ever been a with the amount of people that fish out here? Yeah. Has, has there ever really been a problem with overfishing? I would say not for crappies. I think it's just pressure. Fish will change based on pressure, but yeah. Yeah. it's a factory, man. I mean, it's just, it seems like there's just always fish. Yeah. Whether or not they're biting is one thing, but it's. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's a lot of fun fish. Lake. There's, yeah. there's, you know, there's some conservation efforts that go into it. Like, there's a lot of smaller fish on here. Those are good fish to keep and take out of the system to let some of the bigger fish, you know, the 13, 14 inches yeah. grow bigger. You see every year during the Minnesota Bond Crappie Contest, just giants coming out of the water. So oh, yeah. they're it's here. It's always they're, a two-pounder. But it's so important for guys to remember that, you know, it's, and this might be just my personal opinion, and I'll share it. Well, I like your opinion because I, I know what you're going to say. Do it. Those big fish, let them go. Yeah. Let them go. They're breeders. Take the smaller fish, an 8, 9, 10-inch fish is a perfect eater. When they get in that 13, 14, 15-inch range, they're a little mushier. They're older. Um, I'd understand it if it was, you know, it's exciting to catch big fish like sure. that. But just, like, think about that opportunity yeah. for, like, I, my twin boys. I'm like, man, I want them to have that same opportunity yeah. to catch those. So that's why I kind of yeah. take that in consideration. But Yeah, on those really large fish, too, I think sometimes people think that they have to uh, get a mount on that kind of a fish. Yeah. Or, you know, you if you really want a mount of fish... Fiberglass replicas, the way to go. Perfect. You can just let the fish go and the fish get live. measurements. Yeah, you get, you get some pretty pictures. pictures. Yeah. You know? But then, but then that's not the fish I caught. Oh, <laughs> it's darn close. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> you don't have to tell them it's a replica. Yeah. Well, no, and, the, and the way that that stuff's come along too, like the just you the can get the same markings and everything. Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah. yeah. Photo markings on it. I mean, I'm one of the, I, you know, I'm one of these guys where. 
I see it as it's your license, it's your fish, you can keep what you want. Yeah, but absolutely. But in certain bodies of water, sure. you got to be selective. Sure. Absolutely. You have to be, otherwise yeah. you're going to kill the fish. And we're keeping a few fish here tonight, you know? Oh, yeah. We're just kind of selectively doing it. And, you yeah, know. there's nothing wrong with a fish fry. Yeah, absolutely. No. Delicious. Especially yeah. crappies. Delicious. Well, 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 there's plenty of crappies in this yeah. that's for sure. Fish tacos. And I don't think we're going <laughs> to hurt the lake by taking a few limits of what no. nines out of the no, out of here. No, they're... Yeah. And, then nice if, and if we could show our screens right now, it's just... It's From the top to the yeah. bottom, up to five feet below the ice. Yeah, honestly, right mark, now mark, I mark. I bet I'm marking one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, six, maybe sixteen fish on the hummingbird yeah. I can see here. Yeah, I can't. I'm gonna take a picture and I'll, I'll put it on the video. <laughs> you should do that. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. It's so, hard. It's probably hard for people to understand literally how many fish are down there right now. And the thing about you know winter fishing and fishing in the winter time. It's not always like the summer where you get that big, huge, strong bite or fast bite. A lot of times it's a finesse, really slow finesse kind of bite, and you're always trying to finesse that crappie. And things are a lot more subtle, I think, in the in the winter time. What oh, do you yeah. What do you guys think? I, I I'd agree with that 100. percent You know, I always like to when I pull up into a spot, I you know, you can kind of tell what's going might be on a little nicer. by the marks on your screen and the size of the marks or the colors, but yeah. I like to start with a little bit of a bigger spoon or bigger jig and uh, you yeah. know fuller profile bait and yeah. just see if there's any big fish and, and if nothing I'll just downsize, downsize, downsize until I find what's active and you know if it's yeah. not the fish you're looking for there's nothing wrong with drilling some more holes. And the nice thing about crappies, especially out on Lake Minnetonka, you have a lot of fish to experiment with. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> like oh, right yeah. now, we all have three different things oh, yeah. things on, and we're all catching crappies and having, a, you know, a good time. Yeah, I've uh, always I've always been the guy that like I like starting out small. Yeah, because it's gonna catch something. Yeah. Sure, sure. And then I yep. upgrade until yeah. either the, I quit catching yep. them because the small ones can't eat. <laughs> yeah, right. You know. Yeah. Or I'm catching them because they're big fish. Yeah, so. I right. think I think what tournament saying, situation is completely different. Though. Completely fish, different tur tournament. You're Completely. looking for just for them active, hungry ones. And you're, tournament fishermen, tournament, you're going for the biggest fish all the yeah. time. Because if you're not going for the biggest fish all the time, somebody else is. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. But out here, a lot of times when we guide, we just, you want your people to get bit. You want your clients to get bit. I mean, any way you can catch them some fish and keep them on some action, the better. Well, guiding and kids yes. are kind of the same thing. Yeah, you want to keep them busy. Yeah. You want to keep them motivated and and happy and excited and for sure. You know, so yeah, you, it doesn't matter what size they are as long as yeah. you're catching fish. Yep, everybody's happy. Yep. Yeah, if you get a big one, that's cool. Yep. And one of the things that's like unique about how Mark and I run our guide trips is, you know, a lot of guys will rent you a wheelhouse for a couple hundred bucks, and that's great if you own all the gear. Mm -hmm. And you know what you're doing and you, you know if there's not fish you know maybe hey i can go out of the house drill a couple holes and find around but mark and i you know what's awesome is like you go through those highs and lows like a typical trip will be four hours right four yeah. six hours you go through the highs and lows i mean it's fishing right yeah. it's not yeah. catching we don't advertise that but we do our best to try to make sure people do have fun and catch fish but yeah i think we're doing pretty good on catching too though absolutely I mean, it seems just like every like, day on absolutely. facebook i'm seeing pictures of cl happy clients so yeah. they're happy i mean that's yeah. the name of the game and but the big thing is like we run a flat feet 
if it's in the house, you can use it. It's all inclusive. So you'll see hummingbirds, you'll see, you know, Markhams. We've got cameras set up. And that's just, that's one of the things that's cool. It's like, we'll ride and do an hour trip, catch a, catch a few fish. Yeah. Maybe it dies down. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, you guys want to watch and see what's down there? We throw the camera up, sure. all of a sudden the excitement level's back to 10. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. people are excited. Yeah. And, you know, maybe it's an yeah. iFish Pro with a sucker rig outside. Sure. And it's just like flag yeah. up and the excitement level's back to 10. So sure. it doesn't need to be yeah. just all, always just sitting around, although... Most well, of the time, people will sit and socialize and sure. Have and a lot I think of fun. on the electronics part too. Um, I'm with Hummingbird, and uh, I know Nick yep. over. It. He's with Markham, yep. and uh, you know he he can use the stuff all he wants. And you guys don't fight? No. We, no. Oh my God! We get along great, actually. We get along great. Yeah. It's a really good relationship, yeah. and yeah. and it's nice because we're not jaded by one narrow vision we get to kind of see sure. things like what 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 else is going yep. on in the world right yep. and oh, yeah. that's super important yeah. for sure regardless of what brand i mean if it helps you catch fish true and you know, there's times it. where guys are bringing their vexlars in here yeah. and all that kind of stuff and you know i've talked about it many 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 times on the podcast the only people that fight about products yeah what's better are the people that aren't in the industry yeah, you know they're not on staffs, and if they and if they are in a staff and they go, well, that's junk, but this is the greatest. Yeah, they don't last very long. Yeah, you know, so it's as long well, as I think it helps the sales you managers of the industry probably care which brand you're using. Well, yeah, <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, it's it's you know, you get the Facebook fights about oh, how yeah. how yeah. you know hummingbirds better than Markham, sure. Markham's better than hummingbird, and it's yep. like well. And some of that's just no. pure preference. Well, yeah, some of it's preference yeah. and comfort level, and what you get yeah. used to looking at. What guys grew up fishing with, what guys. Well, I'm not on anything, and I like birds. Yeah, and, yeah. And I run, and I run, you know, graph mode, which you know most people tell me I'm. There's another double, 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 double. double. See, Mark, more trouble. Markham and Hummingbirds. Right. They were. Oh my God. There you go. Oh geez. Side by side. Well, and you know what? Fish lap. Kissing cousins. Kissing cousins. I'm telling you. How'd you guys get hooked up together? Wow, man. Yeah, I, like, that's kind of a cool story. Yeah. Um, was it through Tom Davis? Or was it through Kistler Rods? Which one came first? I think it was Tom Davis. Or No, no, no maybe no, it was you. Rod. Yeah, yeah, so Mark and... But I think there was something before that, too. I forget, I forget what it was. It was. It was quite a while ago. But, yeah, Mark had me up to Lake Malax with uh, himself and Trey Kistler from Kistler Rods down in... Was it Texas? Uh, Magnolia, Texas? Yep. And they came out with the new magnesium line of rods, and Mark said, hey, come on up here, bring cameras. We want to film a little commercial and promo for this product launch. And, dude, we went out there, and it was the best experience I've ever had on the water when you're trying to do any type of production, anything. Yeah. Because the thing with fishing and media yeah. is, like, what people don't understand is like yeah. the fish tell the story like True. there's endless hours where yeah. that could have been a three day trip but we nailed, yeah, it out in, yeah. we nailed it out in half a day for we had sure probably 48 smallmouth yeah. every one of them was on film and you get back to editing you kind yep. of pick and choose what you want yeah but it was so nice dude at the end of it there was like three hours Mark's yeah. like Mark and Trey were like hey man drop the camera come up here and and we just wailed on for another three hours. Nice. Yep. I think that was that was the first time we worked together. And yep, that was a great experience. Yeah. It's a little better fish. Yep. Nice hey, one. People look. <laughs> it's a fish. You know, a really funny thing about that story is, we had. I don't know if you were with on that this trip or not, Nick. I can't remember, but right after that, 
we had the head buyer for Gander Mountain um, for all the fishing rods fish with us with Trey Kistler in the boat. And during that guide trip... No, that was the next day. Yeah, that was the next day. And during that guide trip, the Gander Mountain buyer, his biggest smallie ever was 6'2", and when he was with us, he caught a 6'3". <laughs> After that, nice. needless to say, Trey was a little a happy camper. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because I think he bought, like... They, they started stocking them in like all their southern stores after that so. all it takes is one good experience with yep. anything you know right and without like Nick's help on all that stuff that way we made the actual commercial for the Gander Mountain yeah yeah and I think it played in a bunch yeah. of trade shows and yeah oh, that's cool but that was cool I mean that was a unique opportunity and yep and then we met after that with Tom Davis a walleye pro and yep did some video work then and then last well last year two years ago I Posted uh, the Tonka Fishing Memorial Suicide uh, Awareness Event, and uh, our group raised forty thousand dollars in five months and donated it all to uh, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Mark and Joel Nelson from uh, like Saint Croix Rods, Yeti yep. guy, other yep. guy now, but Joel and Mark emceed the event. I mean, silent auction. It was that was fun. So it's kind of cool when two two paths cross and like. Right. Yeah. Opportunities, you know, blossom once, but then continue to blossom, and yeah, it's cool, man. It's been a good little. It has been fun. Good little ride. I mean, yeah. You guys seem to be getting getting along well. Putting, we're uh, we're having a good time. Putting <laughs> customers on fish. We haven't even arm wrestled yet. Not yet. No. <laughs> Let's see. We're, to be, You're young, but he's bigger. <laughs> I'm scrappy, though. I'm scrappy. <laughs> he's got that old man strength. I got lightweight to play. <laughs> yeah. He's got that old man strength. You know, you got to be yeah, careful. That, that. Yep. that is that strength. Years of might just built up. <laughs> he's got that gruff in him. <laughs> <laughs> so you boys want a pizza? Because I'm going to hop out real quick, if that's okay. I'm yeah. going to grab a pizza from outside. And that's I'm cool. Start yeah. this stove. And we've cooked a lot of stuff in here. We've fried up fish a bunch of times, bacon, oh, hamburgers, so eggs, lake trout, lake trout, lake trout. Fish, yeah. yeah, venison, everything. So are you still doing the uh, full throttle? Uh, full throttle fishing, we do we do events. Um, the events that we run and support are the Allender Teen Challenge event that's been going on for ten years, and we've raised a lot of money for Teen Challenge, which is an awesome program. And through all that, you know, I'll be there again this year. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, just just so everybody knows, fourth place in the bass division. Thank yeah, you very much. Hey, that's good. There's a 150 boats, I think, last year. Yeah. And this year, there's going to be even more. Nice. That's unofficial count. Yeah. You know, I don't, I'm not sure the exact numbers, but um, yeah, they have a high school division. That no, it's yeah. a good deal. It's funny. What what was the high school kids? Weights weren't they like in the teens? The high school and kids did I, really well. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, the, meanwhile, the old men <laughs> division, we were like, yeah, ten and a half was, was yep. like first place. The high school All kids, right. uh, in, especially in that tournament, they they whacked them. Yeah, they caught them good. They crushed yep. them. Yep, and Steve Panaz and his mixed bag. Do you remember that? He had a giant mixed bag of fish. I can't remember. Big northern pike. Yeah. It was like the biggest northern pike weighed into. Yeah, another great guy. He's I thought been, uh, I thought junior. Junior uh, Cooper, Jared Cooper. I, I know he's always here. been up there. I thought he had the big pipe. He could have. Yeah. He could have. And then probably Stephen has won the mixed bag. Probably. Yeah, it could be. Some of those things, you know. Yeah. So full throttle is that you just host events 
full throttle fishing. Um, we've done, we've had our own circuit for bass and walleyes, um, but this year we're going to be, we're going to be hosting the Al Entertain Challenge tournament. I always call it that. I think nowadays it's called the Fishing Challenge, Minnesota Fishing Challenge. Yeah. And we're doing that. We do a cops and kids event, which uh, we pair up police officers with at-risk youth and we take them fishing. And we specifically made a pond um, just for this event with the Brooklyn Park police officers. There's lots of um, really cool prizes, bikes, and every kid gets a fishing rod, free meal, do that one. Uh, we do the Northern Wholesale Tournament on Lake Minnetonka here with uh, lots of Midwest uh, boat marine dealers and stuff like that. We had Edwin Evers last year as our MC for that. Nice. And that, yeah, Edwin Evers is a great fisherman too. He had only been on the lake for, he didn't even, I don't even think he had any time to pre-fish at all. And there were 60 something teams in the tournament and Edwin came in third place. Of course he did. Yeah. <laughs> That's the power of those Bassmaster League guys. It's, it's, it's crazy. It is. The way they can take a body of water figure it out that quick. Look at a map and go, I'm going there, there, yeah. there, and then yep. catch fish. And they're fishing against a lot, of, I mean, he's fishing against a lot of local good, good sticks. Yeah, guys that know the lake. And, right on, yeah. And they, and they think they're good? Yeah. Until they run into it either. Oh, those guys And they are. go, oh. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, there, a lot of people don't understand. There's a big difference between a, a fishing pro or a Bassmaster pro um, then just, you know, somebody who's out there every so often. Right. So a whole bunch of little things. Yeah. Well, it's when you're, you know, it's your livelihood, so. Sure. Yeah, you got it. Then after that, we, uh, we, uh, run the Walleye Dan Feed the Hungry tournament. Walleye Dan. Yep. That's a walleye tournament on Gull Lake. And Walleye Dan, awesome job. He's, he, every single year he's spot on. And that's a super cool event. First place is $10,000 been going on for a long time another great guide up there in the gull lake chain oh yeah well dan's a nice guy too super nice guy walk up to him in the sports show yeah talk to him yeah I, I i told him if i lived closer to him i think i'd be your best friend or something <laughs> <laughs> like, you're, only, you're only my best friend for my fishing spots <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think Wally Dan has a lot of fishing spots on Go Lake. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I like so. his new uh, his new wrap he's got on his on his snowbear. Oh, okay. Is yeah. it snowbear? Yeah, snowbear. Yes. It's, yep. it's like uh, the contour lines. Yeah. Like yeah. Yep. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Oh, we got to put the fish. So another thing that we do with full throttle also is we run uh, corporate fishing guide trips where we take out, you know, NFL Network, or we take out uh, Rock 10 Paper Company, or uh, we took out Sony, Maui Gym, um, all kinds of different companies, and we take them out fishing. Used to do that a lot with Little Marketing, Ranger Boats. It's a good program, so if anybody's out there that, you know, is a company guy or corporate guy, yeah. we, can, we can definitely hook them up with a solid, uh, corporate fishing event they just show up fully fully got it just show up turn a key yep same thing with ice too yep same thing with um, ice groups of five groups of five to twenty yeah uh, we can run like uh so like 
last few years we've done Bank of the West, uh, yep. Merrill Lynch, Wells Fargo. Um, so I mean that that's always what a better way to come out and entertain clients or sure. be with your peers in such a social yep. setting. Yep. People will fish for a little bit, yep. have some food, maybe grab a beverage. Yep. But I don't ever I don't think I've ever seen somebody leave with a frown on their face. For sure. You know? Yeah. It's a it's a new experience for a lot of people. Everything's provided, they just show up. Um, you know, the the marketing manager, the vice president, or president can expense it as a team building opportunity, right. and uh, it builds a lot of relationships. You can be in the, you can be in a expensive brand new boat with, you know, the vice president of another company at the same time. Great networking. I, I had well, a, things that used, you know, it used to be, oh, let's go golfing, yeah, you know, and stuff like that. Now that's I, been done a lot. Yeah, and now you're starting to see more things like this. Isn't there, isn't there a, a house out here? that's owned by like some corporate company and they actually have like outings like they can you can rent it no um, not rent it but you can there, there might space be. yeah it was like a, a lot of houses on like uh, a house like a home no 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 there's a there was a i saw it on tv there was a nice oh, okay. house yep that a company owned they put it on the lake uh-huh. and like you as an employee can have your meetings in this ice house nice. and be fishing. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. And we would do that here, too. Is that place hiring? Yeah. Right. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm pretty good at meetings. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah, if anybody wants to come out here and have a, you know, a team building meeting or just meet on a, you know, corporate outing or anything like that, we're, we're welcome. That, yeah, you know? contact marker or myself. Yeah. Yeah, tell them the, tell them the uh, contact info. How do you hold you? I uh, Go ahead. Send an e- you can get so you can inquire online at www.tonkafishing.com. We'll send you back a response within 24 hours, um, or you can shoot me an email at nick at tonkafishing.com or give me a buzz at, on my cell phone. Uh, which I don't know if I want to put on the internet like this. <laughs> no, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. Email's fine. Yeah. Email's you can- fine. Facebook. Yeah. Website, Facebook. Yeah. Website's easiest. Yeah. We get back, we monitor it all day. That's probably the best, one of the best ways to get a hold of me is on Facebook. Um, I'm on Mark Schutz Fishing Guide Facebook site. I also have Full Throttle Fishing Facebook site. Or just my own personal one. Um, any of those, pretty easy to get a hold of me. My website's markschutzfishing.com. And, uh, you know, I'm, I try to be as as uh, responsive as I can get back to anybody who wants to go and if you have any questions if anybody has any questions we'll work with you or if you want to do your own custom trip we'll do that too and we can figure out lots of different things we have tons of resources sweet yeah we can even do a custom tournament for you with trailer sound stage everything weighing equipment that's right yeah you got the whole the whole trailer and yep. stage and everything yeah. Got the media, the TV guy, the, you know. I'm going to hang out with you more. <laughs> We're lucky you're here. <laughs> well, if I'd have known that. Oh, oh, there you yeah. go. Oh, that one's got maybe some shoulders on it. Nah, I think he just was acting feisty to begin with. That he, might. He gave it up. It's probably a little bluegill. Maybe. We got yeah, it looks pretty decent. Yeah. Nope. There's just fish everywhere. Yeah, baby crappie. Well, I'll tell you what. Fish typically are... Uh, oh, you need to Camera shy. Yeah, too thick. Sorry. Fish are typically camera shy, but they're not uh, not tonight. So that's good. 
Okay, so. <laughs> random quote, well, not random question, but being sure. that you're a bass guy, right? You're a bass guy, right? I'm not a bass guy. You're a bass guy? I love bass. bass. I don't discriminate. I love all bass. You're a Tonka guy and you're um, not a bass guy? I like you know, I, gotta, I surround myself with really, really good bass guys, <laughs> and I just feel oh, okay. that I live through them, but <laughs> I, I primarily say I'm a walleye and, and panfish guy. Okay, well, then this question's for Mark. The whole I'm a bass multi-species guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but you fish in a bass. Okay. Okay, bass. So yeah. do you have any opinion on this BASS versus Major League Fishing thing? Um, I like the format of each, to be honest with you. Okay. I like Major League Fishing. Because um, everybody's losing their mind. I've heard a lot about And this. there has been so much, so many yes. battles on about Facebook. the format? Any oh, fish. Yeah. Is it the any fish type thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all the fish yeah. count in the MLF. And then sure. You know, I think there's, it's just a, it's just like playing a different golf game, or it's just like playing a different way of playing different your game. favorite sport. Or yeah, poker. Yeah, yeah. both are extremely poker, fun. Right. And you know, that's why I, I don't understand like why all the bass guys are like, oh, it's a stupid, you know. <laughs> I'm like, it's just another thing. Yeah, I think there's a lot of allegiance to bass, you know, and bass masters because they've been around so long. Right. And anytime you're going to do something new. I think you're gonna get some of that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think the format's pretty cool, and uh, yeah, I hope I hope they both succeed. Well, it's there's best. no reason why a competition doesn't help either. Well, yeah. that's, that's <laughs> a, oh, oh, you guys, you're not. You got caught my fish. You can have this one back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just don't. It's I don't know. For me, it's like it's just more fishing, and it's like I said, it's a different. Style, so it's, it's different style. I don't understand why. I think the media, the stuff they put behind it, like with uh, like Natty up north, and all, I mean that stuff is cool. Like just the personalities, sure, and the way that yeah. they document it from yeah. a media perspective, really yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes watching on TV, watching the major league fishing guys catch all those fish, and they're they actually count. It's pretty cool, right? Well, yeah, because yeah. you never know when you all of a sudden get that yeah. one big fish sure well yeah then everybody's scrambling to try to catch you know yeah. five or six more but yeah. i think that the thing that i see in the argument like is guys like to tune into the bass stuff because they like to watch guys pattern for big fish whereas right. the any fish counts sure. format they don't really they're not picking up any yeah. of their tricks so to you're, speak and well with each of them your strategy oh. that's Ooh. a nice one there we go there we go that's a little better fish nice. shoulders I think with each format, you know, the strategy changes so much. Yeah. You know, one, you're trying to be as fast and as efficient as you can. And the other, the major league fishing, you're trying to be as fast and efficient in the Bass Masters and Bass Master Elite. You're, you're fishing for a big fish the whole time, basically. And yeah. you want to get five bites. Yeah. Yeah, you only care if five you get five bites. bites as five big bites, right yeah. Bite, yeah. So that changes the dynamic of how you're going to be fishing. I just, it, it's... I don't know. I just find it funny. Everybody's arguing. It's like <laughs> all these people that are arguing about, I don't like this and I don't like that. It's like, well, you're not fishing either one. Yeah. Then, you know, <laughs> who cares what your opinion is? Really. Yeah. All you're going to do is bash one of them. Yeah. I try to stay out of a lot of those yeah. things. Oh, I don't, I don't, <laughs> argue, I don't, I don't argue on Facebook. <laughs> this is as, as controversial as I've gotten so far. Uh, I just think it's, it's cool that really there's... pushing a, the limit tonight. Right. <laughs> right? We're going over to the top, yeah. boys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't put that in the show. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't rock the glacier. <laughs> start over. Start the podcast over. Uh, oh, no, you're all good. Those are good questions. 
Yeah. <laughs> there's just more opportunities for more people. And that's the thing, too, is that now that there's a whole other league, that opens up another, what, 80 or yep. 100 spots for yep. more people to actually sure. get at a professional level yep. that never had the chance You're right. to begin with. I think yeah, there's more true. opportunities for pros. and yeah. You know, each each uh, circuit's going to have to step their game up just to mm-hmm. compete with the other one, yeah. which is great for TV and pros. Yeah. Right, right. Just and you know what's cool is like, oh, that's a pizza check. Pizza check. Pizza. You know, you know is what's a fish rocketing off the bottom? <laughs> no, a it's a bubble. That's a preheated. <laughs> Bubbler. One of the things that does all of a sudden is. You know, one of the cool things too is like with the with the age of social media and information sharing. Like my my good buddy Chad Smith, dude went Coda Pro, right? That was yeah. like his dream. Like, yeah. I remember filming with him out here five years ago. Yeah. Like in his little boat and now he's like you know working with Josh and all those guys Josh Douglas and Seth and he to see those types of things come to fruition and like a kid's dream like come to life and see how we apply it that's the cool stuff I like those types of stories yeah I do too it's like college hockey versus NHL right everybody loves NHL but like college hockey for me like I like watching those guys play. They're not playing for a paycheck. They're playing to. They're playing with heart. And sometimes, you know, right? yeah, they play a lot harder sometimes. And yeah. so, like, it's like that code of pro thing. It's like they got heart in it, man. They wanna. Yeah. They wanna be where the big guys are. Yes. So that's kind of cool watching. You know, like bass. Oh, just yeah. watching those. Those kind of. That's so fun to watch. You know, I was yeah, watching. It's fun to watch. I, you know, I've been watching the major league fishing for a while. You know, since it came out, it's like yeah, yeah it's exciting because it's constant. Action. Constant, constant, constant. Yeah. And then I just watched, um, uh, you know, the Basses last yeah. weekend, and it was exciting too. Yeah. You know, because you've got Mark Menendez and and um, Rick Klon. Rick Klon, you know, they're up there, they're close to each other. It's only that one yeah. big bite away from True. who's gonna take it. Yeah. And uh, that's such a great story too. To I think isn't Rick Klon like seventy two? Seventy two years that's old. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I've already seen. I've already seen one person go. Well, since all the regular guys are all gone over to MLF, I'm like, oh, oh really? Some people. I guarantee he's prayed. The internet has a lot of trolls. He still caught the same fish. Like he still would have caught the same fish for sure. Don't get sucked into it. Oh, it's hilarious. It's like, yeah, okay. I think that's pretty awesome. Oh yeah. yeah. I want to be fishing tournaments at 72. (laughs) Well, I'd be lucky. Yeah. Yeah. No, this one feels a little nicer. Oh, oh come on. Oh, yeah, oh, come on. Oh, Dude, I'm working a fish between oh, 6 and 7. Oh, no! Oh, 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 and it's on camera! <laughs> that was a nice one. A true Sure one. Was. That was the biggest one I had so far. Sure, sure it was. <laughs> no proof. I knew I should have <laughs> took my socks off. Watch out. Now. <laughs> yeah, by the way, if you're wondering if it's warm in here or not, he's got socks on and no shoes. Yeah, so. and I wanted to take my socks off, but I thought that uh, maybe that's not too professional. <laughs> oh, <you're fine. laughs> Your feet aren't made for TV. Um, I'm not positive right now. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, come on, come on. It is warm in here though. What is the temperature right now? Oh, right? it's um, seventy-two. Seventy-two with a smell of pizza. Mm, is that what that smell is? Smell that? <laughs> that pizza smell. It does smell good. Yeah. So we were uh, talking a while ago 
or earlier I should say about the walleye restocking that, yeah. you, that you have take part in yeah with the West Tonka walleye program and yeah. Johnny Range tell people yeah so uh, West Tonka walleye program awesome program over the last few years donated over we've collected over two hundred thousand dollars in donations uh, private donations from just lake area residents uh, homeowners anglers that frequent the lake and what we're doing is we're stocking uh, walleyes onto the west side of the lake um, whereas the DNR stocks the east side and it's in complement to each other um, and these are adult sized fish uh, but it's just a tremendous opportunity for people to kind of get in and donate a couple bucks basically buy a walleye throw it in the lake we have uh the walleye fishing you know on the west side here has just been phenomenal over the last few years but big tanks come in they dump them uh twice a year in the fall and it's huge i mean it's it's been great uh, we've got an event coming up february 24th at back channel brewing uh, buddy Josh Letty and Johnny Range decided to kind of get together and so Back Channel Brewing in Mound February 28th from 4 to 8 p.m. on Seton Channel and Seton Lake at the brewery will be an event where 10% of the brewery sales are going to the program, 10% of the food truck sales are going to the program, and then Johnny had a buddy create these commemorative walleye program glasses that guys can pick up for $2 a piece and every two dollars goes into the program that's um, cool and then we'll be out uh we'll be out uh, selling fundraiser tickets and what's cool about this is we'll actually have access directly from the back channel brewing parking lot uh go inside grab yourself a beverage whatever it is come on out to the lake bring some fishing gear we'll have atv access uh, onto the lake on the seat and channel um all the guys from town for fishing will have about seven eight guys i think mark's coming out yep um Another guy, Andy Claiborne, with a local company, Fish Daddy Outdoors, he's going to be coming out. Just a great opportunity for you to get out and kind of meet some of the guys that love fish in the lake, maybe ask some questions. And if you, if you haven't fished before, but you, you know, enjoy a good time out on, you know, with friends, it's sure just something new to do, you know? Yeah. How many years have you been doing that stocking? It's been about four years now. How many maybe fish? Five. Uh, Johnny Range is, is responsible for it. Boy. Or how many pounds of fish? Or how do they how do can they I, measure? Can I this? Google it real quick? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, actually. yeah do it. It's, there's awesome. there's uh, it's been awesome. You That's know, a great program. There's not a lot of natural there's not a lot of natural reproduction in Minnetonka. Yeah. Actually, five percent of the lakes in the state of Minnesota have natural reproduction for walleye. Only five. For the DNR. Only five percent. Only five percent. So everything else is stopped. Yeah, and so when you have like a like a lake like this, that's what I would consider more mature. And yeah. By that, it's like you know any gravel with home, you know with with the lake homes, and there's nothing bad with this. It's just progress, right? So right. lake homes get built, they get bigger. You know the fertilizers, whatever they use, beaches get made. You know, silt starts to fill in what would once be considered potential spawning ground or reproductive grounds. And so we don't have a lot of that left. Then you have what, another topic we were talking about earlier before we started rolling cameras was the carp. Yeah. So these carp come through and eat spawn and, you know, Lake Minnetonka, like I think I was mentioning to Doug earlier, Halstead's Bay has, yeah. by the U of M study as of like two years ago, like the largest carp population in pounds per littoral acre. I wow. believe it's in the country. Dang. So 
you got a lot of different things mm-hmm. kind of combating walleyes yeah. that we all love to catch. So yep. the walleye program has been a great, great opportunity for people to kind of just stay high one here and get out. You know. Nice oh, there you go. Nice, nice little chunk. Decent. Yeah. A few less marks down there, but. Oh, I'm still full of marks. Yep. Yeah, you are. I got. Like 10. I, I might just, I guess that's oh. a lot. Or it's just a bunch of little. Yeah. I just got my It'll be a nice little fish taco. Fish taco. <laughs> fish taco. I'm gonna let it go. Yeah, but for anybody that wants to get involved with that program, I mean, come on down. February 24th, Back Channel Brewing. Uh, check out Tonka Fishing Facebook page, Back Channel Brewing Facebook page, or West Tonka Walleye Program. All the information is there under events. Um, but just come on out and enjoy yourselves. I mean, even if you don't fish the lake, the brewery's got some awesome selections of some adult beverages, and it's a great time. Josh and Melissa Letty and the whole crew up there that own the brewery, uh, it's its so well needed out here in Mound. I mean, it's just like new life breathed into the area, you know? Oh, it's a brand new brewery? Brand new brewery. Nice. Um, younger, younger folks, and, and they've got a genuine interest in the lake. That's good. And I appreciate people like that, you know? Yeah. Well, you know that in any way. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know, you get a lot of people that are like, "Oh, you know, we need to save the environment and do this and do that." And it's like, okay, what do you really do? You know. Mm-hmm. So how about you get involved in something like this, which helps save the environment and yeah. and, and actually does something for you know a resource. Yeah. For sure. Whether or not you fish, it, it shouldn't matter. You know. Yep. And, you know, every April there's the fundraising banquet, which is where a majority of the dollars are raised for each sure. year. I mean, 40 grand, 50, 40 to 50 grand are raised through this yeah. event. Well, that one just and this, on the that's drop. That's a lot of fish. And this event that you're talking about, too, that it just sounds like a good time. It is a good time. Um, there's, there's all kinds of, of different little things that, that you yeah. know, there's Allen Allen's brings food in. They bring a mobile bar. They've got all kinds of prizes. I mean, just fun activities. But... For that event to go off and for that event to be successful, yeah. like there, we need people to come forth and basically say, "Hey, I'm willing sure. to donate this product or service." Yep. Yeah. If you don't have, you know, twenty bucks to donate, that's fine. But if you've got sure. a cool product, yeah, know, we'll take anything because it all goes on the tables and, and it all gets raffled out. Yeah, nice one, Doug. We do. He's a, got a little bit of a growth on him. Yeah, good that little, is a nice one. A little wart. We do kind of a similar event on Lax Lake um, with the Smallmouth Alliance. Yeah. Yep. And uh, we raise free fun. the fighter. Free the fighter. Free yeah. the fighter. Commence with the whacking. <laughs> <laughs> we try to raise money to help you know keep regulations at uh, the best that we can for to sustain the help on Lax. As a lot of people know, it's a world class fishing resource for smallmouth bass. And we try to keep it that way. A lot of fish on Mille Lacs are, they're giants. There's big fish out there. And the more we can conserve that, um, the better. And so we have a big banquet. I believe it's at the end of April out there. And uh, anybody's invited to come out there. Uh, we'll be at the Northwest Sports Show. And uh, it's just a really neat program. Nice. You can find that on MilleLacsMalmouthLions.com. How long has that been around? The Smallmouth Lions? Yeah. Uh, like four years now, maybe? Four years, yeah. five years, maybe. Um, Jim DeRosa, myself, um, George Little, Scott Bonema, uh, all kind of started the whole thing. Yeah. It's it's grown and grown. Last year we were sold out. The year before we were, so, we were sold out, too. 
How is that? Uh, how has just the quality of the fishery impacted your experience as a guide on the lax? Oh, it's been incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Isaiah's he's, he's making a lot of money. <laughs> Isaiah, you know, and they're having a lot of fun though. Oh, yeah. We're having a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. The last two years, the guide business for smallmouth bass alone is is booming. It's it's been as good as it's ever been. Right. Yeah, you know, a lot of people from out of state coming up and stuff like that. Now, have the the smallmouth really gotten harder to catch because of the pressure? I think. Or do you just really need to know what you're doing? Well, both. I think they have gotten a little bit tougher to catch. I think the super obvious spots are uh, hit like a lot. Yeah. You know, they get hit numerous times a week, whereas in in the past, you know, a lot of those kind of spots, they wouldn't get hit at all. Right. And so with the, the growth of more people, yeah, the fish, definitely the fish have been moving, I think, onto deeper structure a lot more than they used to be. They're finding those yeah. single boulders yeah. and whatnot. And, I, and I, I truly think I've, you know, I've been guiding up there for 20-some years, and I have a cabin right on the lake. And I truly think, too, a lot of people talk about, you know, the water quality and all that kind of, and zebra mussels. Well, there's zebra mussels everywhere, and all the, the whole bottom has zebra mussels. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the interesting part is, for instance, where I am in Wacom Bay, the water, I think, in my opinion, has actually gotten dirtier, not cleaner. Really? Yeah. And I'm not sure exactly where it is, but what that means. But I know there's a lot more algae also on the rocks these days yeah. that are shallow, and the bays are. And doesn't that happen just as a combination of like clear water and? Well, I think a lot of it has to do with the, the zebra mussels and the algae. I'm not big sure. It has something to do with, uh, I remember James Linder told me one time, he t and the zebra mussels extract something on the rocks. Or, and I'm not the most scientific person in the world, but... Yeah, we won't hold you to any yeah. this. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> probably have to talk to Steve Quinn about it. We don't want to hear it. From the end fishermen, but... <laughs> no, if anybody... Somebody's Googling me yeah. right now. Everybody's <laughs> fact-checking fact this podcast, they really... But there is something hard. about that, because the water clarity is definitely more dingy in Walk-On Bay, Isle Bay, Cove Bay, um, so I'm not... It could have a lot to do with the way the wind's blowing, too. Last year we had a lot, I, I think, a lot of north winds. Oh, okay. And big lakes, you know? It's a big lake. Big the lakes. wind affects it a lot. It's a fun lake. It's a super fun lake. Any uh, opinion on the, what the regulations should be? Or do you want to bow out of that conversation <laughs> for walleye? Yeah. I gotta go with the I'll get pizza. beat up all of, on the internet for saying right. anything like that. All right. That's yeah, too controversial subject. Right. <laughs> Could go on and on and on and on about the. Oh yeah, I try to stay. I'll tell you what, walleye fishing has time. never been better. Walleye fishing on Malax is fantastic, by oh, the way. Yeah. I can. We've remember had some crazy days ice fishing out there already. Yeah, it's and even the summer. Yeah. The summer we're trolling. I mean, trolling planer board. Yeah. Just trolling cranks. Like, oh. I can't. There was a period of time when growing up when I was like, oh really, Daddy, want to go to Malax? Yeah. And there was a period of time where it was like. Man, I I relive my like childhood memories of how yep. the fishing was now. Yes. With my buddies and with my dad and everybody yep. else and Mark. Yeah. That it was back then. Yeah. And I feel the same excitement that you know my dad was. Let's go to Malax, you know, after school or whatever For it sure. may be. Yeah. So well, not a day goes fishing. by where you don't see a twenty six, seven, eight taken out of that lake, you know, on Facebook. That's oh, true. Oh, they're healthy you know. and fat. Yeah. But that's 
That's Facebook. You know, part of the problem too is well, <laughs> part of the problem is that there's too many big fish in that lake. Do you think some of them are photoshopped? No. Just kidding. <laughs> no. I like catching big they're fish. Not, they're they're not, they're not, I like big fish. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Come on. You know you want it. Bite it. Oh! I, I like. I felt him. I felt it yeah. pull out of his mouth. I like catching big fish because it seems like everybody you guide wants to, you know, catch the biggest fish. They want. Oh, what is yeah. the biggest walleye that we caught? What's the biggest yeah. walleye we caught? How many inches was that? You know, they're all measuring it. They're all, you know, looking. You know, to beat their buddies and all that kind of stuff. On a night like tonight, with um, well, guides are loving it right now up there. Cause yeah, you can go up there and catch a ton of fish. If there's you're some gonna, nice walleyes in there. You're gonna end up catching some pretty darn big yep. fish. Yeah. On a night like tonight, we just add the sum total of all inches. That's how we approach it. <laughs> so tonight, I think we're at like 99. <laughs> I don't know, man. I still think we need to like cook up some crappie pizza. Oh man, crappie <laughs> pizza. <laughs> throw on that chicken Alfredo we pizza. We should try that. Coming. Some fish, some fish pizza. Mm, there's there's probably somebody that's done it before. I'm sure. And it probably tastes delicious. I've been, I've been. It's just like uh, fish tacos, but it, yeah. you got a crust instead of a taco shell. I'll bet on that crappie pizza. Yeah, on the Alfredo sauce and you all guys that. Let me know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Call me the next morning and tell me how it turned out. <laughs> so, what's your guys' favorite part of guiding? I love the people, man. I, just, I really like meeting new people too. Yeah. Fishing to me is just fishing. It's so yeah. much fun. Like. Yeah. I think that when you surround yourself with good people that are engaged, that want to do something, yeah. then nothing provides a yeah. better experience. I like, I love it when people actually figure out they can catch fish mm -hmm. and they're not, you know, guessing or they're not, um, yeah. you know, when the plan comes together, that's yeah. what I love a lot about it. Right. And Or you hear guys say and gals say, you yeah. know, kids, I mean, I hear it every trip, Mark hears it every trip. Yeah. You know, you go through and we coach everybody. You know, here's mm -hmm. what you're seeing on the screen individually, one yeah. on one. Okay, it's your turn, Doug. I'm going to show you what you're seeing. Drop it down. Yeah. This is your bail. This is, you know, uh -huh. everything. Yeah. True. And <laughs> they're just, they mm -hmm. go they go nuts when it's just, yeah. you know. My goal is always to make, this is just my goal on every fishing guide trip that I do. I want to make it the best fishing experience that they possibly ever could have. And that sounds like a, a lot to say. But on the same hand, you know, these people are coming from different areas, different states, they're paying money they're to paying be with money. you. And even if I can't always catch them, their record fish or the most fish they ever caught, I will go out of my way every single time to make them have a great experience. Yeah. Which it could be for different people. A lot of it's reading people. Yeah. You know, if, if uh, you have somebody in your boat who's out here in Minnetonka and they like to look at big houses, Go take them around and look at big houses. Right. They won't want to do that. If we want to, if they like going to a restaurant here, we can take them to a restaurant. That's a nice one. Yeah, that's a decent. I'm gonna just have to switch here. What's, what do you have on there, Doug? Fish slap. Oh man, <laughs> I got it. these are my new pants. <laughs> Would you like to tell everybody about your fancy? Pants? I've been wearing these for like three, four hours, and I'm telling you, I go through a lot of pants, but I'll probably not change out of these for the next week or so. It's like so. the fourth time I've heard about those pants tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what these guys were talking about before I got here. <laughs> oh, he's got he's got stirrups that go underneath his shoes or something. They're for like well, they have snow gators inside of them. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, new subject. <laughs> yeah, how did you know there's stirrups down there? Anyway, <laughs> what I was saying. 
Yeah. What I was saying earlier is you get a guy and do a one-on-one little th- deal with them, with a customer or with a client, and then all of a sudden the best part is an hour later they catch a fish, they catch another one, yeah. and then they're working their, their bait on their electronics and they're watching a rod trip, and they look up and they're like, I get this. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I get this. I get what I'm doing, and they're having a blast. All of a sudden, yeah, they say, oh, this is awesome. This is so much fun. I can't believe this. A lot of times, especially with ice fishing, people picture ice fishing as literally the grumpy old man sitting out on buckets and yeah. or in a very, very cold situation. And I, there's nothing like that. <laughs> there we go. I'm yeah. cold at about 72. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice. Oh, there's just a little guy. I told, yeah, Doug, I told Doug he couldn't wear his one-piece uh, pajama. What? What were you guys talking about before I got here? Whoa, this is <laughs> not nice. We can make you comfortable, Doug. This is you and me. You and me. <laughs> no, you know, I was a, uh, I was a bow fishing guide for oh, neat. three years or so. and That's really cool. And, you know, you talk about teaching, you know, people how to, you know, use a Vexilar yeah. or Sonar or whatever. Or Hummingbird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, hummingbird, markum, vexler, whatever, and you know how, so to, you how to how to read them and do this. Well, try teaching somebody who's never ever Fish shot before. shot oh. a bow. Yeah, and that's, that's tricky. Fair, but and that. then yeah, and then you have to that's teach them really how to, literally how to shoot a bow. Plus, then you're teaching them. Okay, don't shoot at the fish. Shoot below the fish, and then right. if the fish is moving, yep. shoot in front of the fish, but still below the fish. And this, and yeah. This. Oh. But then when they put, hit it. you know, they'll miss and they'll miss. But once yeah. all of a sudden they put two and two together. And they hit one, yep. and they're oh, there we go, and it all that's clicks. Nice yeah, that is a nice one. Yeah. You know, that's what I liked about guiding is that you're Ooh, a that's a pretty one, dude. There you go. There's another little one. That's the oh. big one of the night, I think. I think I'm gonna let it go. I got a couple. It's a good picture one, like eight, nine inches. Hey, I think I'm gonna let it it's go. Your bucket. You know, we're talking about you know, this is a good eater, but at the same time, it's a good breeder. Yeah. Yep. The choice is yours, right? The choice is yours. Yeah, it's your license. Your <laughs> license, your fish, your limits. Whatever. Just practice. That's my ten dollars. Whatever makes you happy. Yeah. Just don't over harvest. You don't need yep. a freezer full of fish. I think that's another thing too, with guiding. You know, one one person or one uh, family or one group of customers or clients, they might like a specific kind of fish. Yep. And it might not be somebody else's favorite specific kind of fish. So I, I always tell people, you know, every fish is a good fish because you never know what's going to make somebody happy. Right. I mean, it could be a, a northern pike that uh, somebody else might not like. It could be a dogfish. Yeah. Could so be you a never really know. small sunfish with well, great color. Exactly. It's, it's so especially for little kids. Yeah. They love wow, little any look fish. At that. Yeah. Yep. It's funny when you get somebody out and they're say bass fishing and they mm-hmm. catch a dogfish. Yeah. They were excited as all get out yeah. until they saw it was a dogfish. Yeah. And then they're mad they caught a dogfish. It's like, okay, yeah. so you were happy that yeah. you had a good fight. Yep. The only part of it that you all of a sudden turned you negative was the kind of fish. Sure. But that can go the other way, too. Yeah, ask Mark about I, the green dogfish. Yeah, no, the red dogfish. I have a really good story about that. Um, red dog. So we were out, I was guiding this gentleman from Japan on Lax Lake. And I have no idea how he found me, by the way. And it was raining for he's two... A, he's a big deal on Facebook, that's why. The internet. <laughs> the internet, probably. You can find anything. But there, it rained for two days straight. <laughs> two days solid straight, and it was a two-day guide trip. 
and he spoke very little English. So that, you know, that made it a little, little more complicated. Yeah. Super nice guy, extremely nice guy, very talented fisherman. And anyway, so we fished the second day. First day we caught about seven smallmouth. It was sheets of rain coming down the whole way. Oh. Next day, same thing happened. Maybe in the last hour after catching seven or eight smallmouth on the second day, which for Mille Lac standards really isn't that great, all of a sudden, I took him back in this little cove and saw this fish on a bed. And he's like, yes, 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 fish for that, fish for that. He, he really wanted to fish for that. And we fished for that fish for 45 minutes straight. I knew it was a dogfish on a bed, and I'm not sure if he did or not, but <laughs> after, after he caught that fish, we literally took 75 pictures of that fish. Really? Honestly. And the whole time I'm thinking, why is anybody this excited about catching a dogfish? Yeah. And I'm like, this, I don't get it. And literally, we took every single angle of this, and it was a green dogfish that had been spawning out on bed. And so we took a lot of different pictures of it, and he enjoyed the living daylights out of catching that dogfish. And, which was awesome. I mean, anytime you can make people smile, that's great. So, the next few days after that, well, he, he tipped me pretty good, and the next few days after that, I got to think, I'm like, I wonder why he would be so excited about catching a dogfish. That didn't make sense to me. And I kept there, I kept wondering, wondering, so I started looking up Japanese fish. Oh, yeah. And when I looked up Japanese fish, and he was from Japan, there's a fish over there that's a prized fish to catch, that looks just like a dogfish, but it's red. So he thought it was that same so fish, he had but well, that's he like, had the green one. That's like you or I going over to a different, you know, country, and all of a sudden we catch a, a yellow smallmouth bass. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's gonna go back there and brag to all his boys. Yeah. So that's the moral of the story is, you never really know what kind of fish will make somebody happy. Right. Well, I've yet to catch a carp, so... <laughs> the day I hook into a carp, I'm going to be happy. Yep. The only, the only time I don't like catching certain fish is yeah. if I'm fishing a, a tournament, tournament for a certain fish. <laughs> a tournament, yeah. Yeah. I mean, even... even if, I mean, we were on a... I've talked about this before, but we were on Otter Tail, and I caught a, 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 a sheephead. Yep. During a tournament, walleye tournament. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, great. You know, a sheephead, not yeah. what I wanted. But then I thought, I go, I've never caught a sheephead. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. You know, sure, it wasted five yeah. minutes Did of my day. Did you keep the marbles? No. <laughs> no, it went back overboard. My Auntie Shelly goes out for a trip every year. I think, I'm not sure if it's with the Women's Anglers Association of Minnesota, but they go on a sheephead fishing trip. Specifically that's for cool. those, yeah, and they save them, and I believe they do like crafts all of them. Yeah, cool stuff though. No, that's cool. Well, this pizza's done. It's food time, gentlemen. It's food time. And I've got a pepperoni in the oven. All right, let's see here. I'm gonna let this thing cool down a minute. We're in an hour and twelve minutes, boys. You got anything else to talk about? Oh, uh, we can go as long. Oh, 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 man down. <laughs> That's a Guggen Squad cup. <laughs> we, yeah, we can talk about stuff as long as you want to, Doug. I, yeah, man. I, don't threaten us. We can talk. Yeah, we can night. talk forever. Yeah, what do you want we, to know? We got a lot more stories too. <laughs> Should we keep going? All right, let's, <laughs> let's hear. Let's hear. Uh, let's hear a guide story. 
I got it. What kind of guide story? A nightmare guide story. Oh. I haven't had one. Haven't had one yet. You haven't had one? No, I mean cancellations. Oh, grasshopper. One cancellation. (laughs) You'll you'll get there. Yeah. Uh. I mean, there's been times when the bite is super slow and I just tell the customer, do you know how uncomfortable it is for me to sit in this house with you for four hours during yeah, this slow yeah, bite? Yeah. <laughs> but then they respect that, you know. They know this, like, well, I paid for a guy to duck hunts, or I paid yep. for, you know, this and that, and it's it is. I understand it. It's the nature of nature. <laughs> you just ever have anything just go super wrong? You know, it doesn't happen very often. I would say. I would actually say 85 to 90 percent of all the people that you guide are like super incredibly nice people, yeah. but every so often you do get some that are oh yeah a little much. I had a I had a older gentleman call me up on the phone, and he he he, he wanted a guide trip for his son and his grandson, and he he told me right on the phone he said my son does not like to fish at all, so I just want you to know that right up front. He does not want to fish. He does not like fishing. And so I'm actually buying this guide trip for my grandson. And he's like, because I really want him to learn how to fish. And I was like, okay, okay, that's that's fine. And then he, was, he, he went on to tell me, he's like, but, and also, I can only use one arm. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's no problem. You can, yeah, we can just do the best you can, you know, maybe even do some kind of bobber fishing or, yeah. you know, we'll do stuff that, you know, just... Do the best you can. It'll be fun. It'll be good. And, yeah, I'd love to teach your grandson how to fish. So they pull up to the ramp, and I meet him with my boat right there on the ramp. And right when I meet him, uh, the grandpa comes out. He shakes my hand. The grandson comes out. And then the son comes out. He's about a 32-year-old gentleman. And he's, he's driving a brand-new BMW. And he gets out and... He's got his work clothes on, which is fine. That's all good. But right away, he gets out. He's like, I don't know why you you bought this guy trip. I do not want to go fishing. I do not want to be out on the boat. And the grandpa starts laying into him that, you need to teach that kid how to fish. And so the argument started right off the bat. <laughs> and I'm like in the middle of it. So we, we get out there, and I, I found a really nice school of fish out here in Minnetonka with a, a whole bunch of two-pounders. And I'm just like, the fish are right out there. And the grandpa goes, just teach the young kid how to fish. And then the, the son, the 32-year-old son, starts laying into the grandpa again. I don't care if he ever learns how to effing fish. I'm just like, what? Yeah, I didn't say much. I'm like, you know, you try to think happy thoughts when yeah, you got all This is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> and so the kid, he, he was six or seven, and... He, he, we first had to teach him how to cast and everything, and he was doing okay doing all that kind of stuff. But then the grandpa started getting mad at the 32-year-old son. He was like, you got to get up there, too, and fish with him. And then the son started getting mad at the grandpa. I ain't getting up there, blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to ever go fishing. And then the grandpa got mad, and the son got mad. And I, the whole time I'm going, can we just do it for the kid? And right. Everybody have a good time? You guys want to go tubing? Can we think about the kid? That's your egos. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then the grandpa started really getting on the six-year-old, seven-year-old son's side, especially after I said that. So that made the son even worse. Oh, and God. they basically got into a 
uh, cuss fest out there on the water. I love Jerry Springer. Yeah. Oh. And it was a six-hour six guide trip, and after an hour and a half, they wanted to go back to the dock. <laughs> so that kind of stuff doesn't happen very often, but... You know, you never know. Sometimes it might. Hey, I mean, well, at the end things. of the day, we're all people. We all got our own situations we're dealing with, right? Sure. Well, and if you're a guide, you better learn how to deal with all kinds of people. For oh, sure. Customers. I mean, yeah. every kind of person. For sure. You know, without a doubt. When I was, uh, you know, doing the guide thing, my least favorite client were the ones that wouldn't say a word all night long. Sometimes, you couldn't yeah. tell if they were happy. You couldn't <laughs> tell if they were mad. Yeah. You couldn't tell anything. It's just like, so, all right. Yeah. I mean, not that they're bad people necessarily, yep. but it was just like, that was my least favorite <laughs> people to guide. Because sure. I'm a talkative person. I like having fun and talking. Yeah. It's like, okay, I guess I'll just yeah. sit here and just drive the boat. Oh. Yeah. And then, yeah, shoot, right. some, shoot some fish, and they just, yeah, okay. Nothing good with it. Nothing wrong with the Why are, why with are the you here? I, I, fun. I have a really good romantic story. Oh boy! It does have to do with me. Oh anyway, well, It does have to do with me because it. Oh no! No Valentine's so, Day is right around the corner. Yeah, this is a good Valentine's story. We dedicate this to you, Nicole. Here, here's the <laughs> Valentine's story. So, this uh, lady calls me up on the phone. She goes, um, "I was wondering if I could get a guide trip for um, my boyfriend. Well, he's not really my boyfriend because I just met him, and this was going to be our first date." Oh. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's a great guide trip. Yeah, you're, that's, that'd be awesome. If he likes fishing, that's the best guide trip. You so know? far, she's a keeper. Yeah, she's. that's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's cool. And so wow. they both arrived down there at the dock at uh, Isaiah's. And I took him out fishing, and we, we had a nice school going. And we were actually over by the Native American powwow camp where they have their powwows and stuff like that. And they are having a marriage ceremony going on at that time you know and it looked very nice and it was cool and all that kind of stuff and a roscoe flat song country music song because they're playing country music all that kind of stuff and roscoe flat song came on and i forget the it was kind of a romantic one and so i look back and they're starting to make out in the back of the boat hey <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna do it do it behind yeah. the driver their very first kiss yeah oh so, yeah they're, they're back there and Two you know pictures. they're they're having a good time, and you know they're 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 doing a kissing for a little while. After a taxi know, cab confessions, what's next? <laughs> we caught <laughs> so so we, we caught a bunch of fish. They had a great time. I think you know I, I'm pretty sure the girl caught like a five pounder. So we go back. <laughs> we go. That's a fine. How do you know it was five pounds? That was a big one. Whatever. <laughs> My fans' conversation has nothing on this. That's funny. <laughs> anyway, so we go back and you know I drop them off. A year later rolls around. Year later rolls around and uh, the guy calls me from the same trip, and he goes, "Hey Mark, you Mark, can you uh, can you take?" take us out again on the guided fishing trip for Smalley's on Mille Lacs? I was like, yeah, yeah, no problem. That was a really good trip we had last year. And so they met me again, and we get out there and we're fishing. It's a beautiful, calm day. And it was almost the same uh, weather as the first time they met. So, but before we did all this, he, calls, he, he was asking me when he's on the phone, he goes, can you do me a favor? I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever, whatever you want. Yeah, any kind of favor. He goes, goes I want you to hold my wedding ring in your boat and I was like um, I'm not touching your wedding ring 
<laughs> I said, no, I meant it in a nice way. That. No, I, I meant it in a nice way. I just, right. I'm like, I do not want to touch a very expensive wedding ring in my boat. Right. I mean, he's like, well, how about if we just put it in the glove compartment? And he goes, because I'm going to propose to her when we're out there. He goes, I want you to take take us back to that exact same spot. And you know that Roscoe Flats or Rascal Flats song that I was playing? I want you to put that exact same song on. Can you do that? Right when we get over there and we start fishing? I'm like, yeah, yeah, that'd be super cool. That'd be nice. I said, that's a great way to propose to somebody. Oh, yeah. And so we get back over there. And we're catching a few fish. All of a sudden, I put the Rascal Flats song on. And I knew he had the ring in the glove compartment. The second the Rascal Flat song came on, she started crying. Ugh. Literally started bawling. I thought you were gonna say the ring, like. No, he he got the ring out of the glove compartment. He took the ring open, proposed her right on the back of my boat. True really? story. She said yes. That's nice. Awesome. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It is. What is it? It's one day before Valentine's Day. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Was well, that tomorrow? <laughs> that is tomorrow. Is Valentine's Day tomorrow? No, no it's don't ask Thursday. Me. Tuesday, two days from now. I'm pretty sure it's Thursday, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> two days from now, which will be th- oh, yeah. three days before the podcast. <laughs> right. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Laura. <laughs> I've got big plans, but just not settled in yet. The right. deal hasn't come through. So that was <laughs> That's cool. Pretty interesting story. Aww. <laughs> Not only can he put you on fish, but he can also get you a wife. Yeah. <laughs> what a catch. Or a husband, because I guess she was the one that originally. She's yeah. the one who got him. him. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I can't say I had any, and sinker. I didn't have any um, things like that on the bow fishing boat, so you got me beat on that one. <laughs> that was a pretty cool story. Let's see here. Well, I've never been the cause of a marriage, but I've never also been the cause of a divorce, so I'm standing in a neutral ground, and I'll stay on that neutral ground as long as I can. Cool, cool experience, though. That was pretty So did you get to, did you... Did they invite you to the wedding? Yeah, have they talked to you since? Oh, they've talked to me, yeah, but no, I didn't get invited to the wedding. Oh, what? (laughs) Should have thrown them an Isaiah's special. Uh, there you go. <laughs> they got good food there, boy. And you can get married oh. there. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, great place. Yes, sir. All right. Well, why don't we... Uh, oh, I've, been, I've been ending the show with a recipe, a wild game recipe. Should we just make one up? <laughs> so, let's hear your guys' favorite way to eat some sort of wild game. All right. Dude. I gotta give credit to Kel Schwiel, but crappie fish tacos, I'm sorry to take the easy one, but it's, there's a number of ways to make them, but Cal has the best recipe, and it's literally tortilla, tricolor cabbage, uh, crappie fillets, obviously, and some olive oil, some lemon pepper, I throw a little lari salt in there. Oh, yeah. And then from there, just top, like, some guac, oh. But yeah. fish, I mean, oh! There we go. Fish, go. fish tacos! This one seems pretty decent. Nice. Decent. That's, what, that's got some meat are on you the, Are you the fried fish taco or are you the. I like, uh, I like uh, just right in the frying pan. Yeah, fried. Yeah. No, not, no, no breading. Which some people like them breaded. I don't like them breaded. It depends on what's with it. Mm. Like right. 
if you go to um, can't remember there's a place I go to they make a fried fish taco which is really good yeah and then I just had one that was um, uh, grilled fish that was even better nice so yeah nice. yeah Yep. Well, this one's going to make it to the, my bucket for tacos. Nice. fish taco for my kids tomorrow. So, yep. All right, so we have fish tacos. I like uh, I like two different ways. And I'll be quick about it. Uh, <laughs> so I like I like the old-fashioned shore lunch. Oh, uh, I like on. that a lot with eggs for breakfast. Breakfast, I love mm. crappies. Yes. And that might be my ultimate food to eat for breakfast if I get a chance to eat some crappies for breakfast or... You know, walleye or panfish or something. That's probably my one of my favorite. And then also I like to, uh, you know, I saw this too on one of your posts, Doug. I like microwave fish. Dude, you've been talking oh, about yeah. that all year. And here's why. He's been talking about it all Matt year. Matt Walter in the, the episode that came yep. out this week. Yeah. Yeah, he talked about the microwave fish. It's fast food. It's healthy. You take a, you just have flay up a crappie or a bunch of crappies and you put them in a bowl, put some, uh, Put something on top of the bowl so it doesn't shoot up if it gets too hot. Put it in the microwave for three minutes. You have microwave fish and it tastes good. And it's there's hardly any fat on it. It's not you know fried or anything. Dude, I'm telling you, it's I always thought microwave eggs. Hey. That's disgusting. I would never eat them. I love microwaved eggs, so I'll try it. All right. There you go. I'm willing to try it. And then you put in minute rice for Ooh, three minutes. Big mark way up there. Put in Six put on feet. minute rice for three minutes. You got minute rice and you got fish and it's healthy. All right, well, that's... Uh, so you can get healthy out here. Two episodes in a row where we mentioned microwave fish, so apparently now I really have to try it. Yeah, I'm going to have to do it, too. We got microwave, maybe. We got crappy. We can do that. I'll tr- yeah. try it tonight. <laughs> First thing we did. Somebody yeah. down this one. <laughs> All right. Well, well, boys, anything else you want to talk about before we... Part, no, thank you for having us on. Yeah. Thank you for having us awesome on. Awesome fishing with you, man. Yeah. Check out Your Tonka Fishing. Check out, spell your last name. S-C-H-U-T-Z. Okay. Mark Schutz Fishing Guide Service. Mark Schutz Fishing Guide Service. On Facebook or on my website. Full Throttle Fishing covers more fishing events. Right on. Both of those. Anything else you're into other than Tonka Fishing? Tonka Fishing, if you need media work or whatever, happy to take a look and see what you got. But if you want to do an awesome, awesome little package, do a little Minnetonka, Malax fishing, call Mark and myself, and yep. we will get you set up. You will have a blast. If you don't, the trip's not free, but come on again, you'll have a blast. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, thank you. I appreciate it. We've caught a lot of fish. All I can say is you guys put me on fish. You gave me pizza. <laughs> we still got I got, one I, got a, I got a beer in the corner. I'm happy. Life's Contact good. Contact them. There you go. So life's good. Awesome. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Thank dude. you, buddy. Big thanks to the boys over there. They, they, I had a ball, man. Mark, Nick, thank you very much. Hope to do it again. Um, I think that uh, we can talk a little bit about uh, Lake Minnetonka just a little bit more. I think there's more we can definitely talk about. Talk about the different species and what to do around Lake Minnetonka. You know, more it's it's really kind of a destination area. There's plenty of places to stay, plenty of places to eat and shop. So, hopefully, we can do that again. And I hope you guys all enjoyed the episode. And then, thank you to our sponsor of the show, AllIceFishing.com. AllIceFishing.com. Check them out, Facebook and the website. Same thing, AllIceFishing.com. What are they? Well, they are a family-owned company. I've known them for about three years now. And I was going to help them out with this regardless of the podcast. 
And what they're doing is, is they're selling you all your favorite stuff for ice fishing. Apparels, augers, fishing electronics, fish house accessories, ice fishing accessories, portable shacks, rattle reels, rods and reels, tip-ups, hardware, electric stuff. Um, and they're, they're saving you like 10 to 20% off of the big box store prices. Seriously. Like, if they can save you money on it, they're doing it. So check them out, allicefishing.com. That's the Facebook and the website. Like I said, they're saving you money on all that cool uh, ice fishing stuff. And we're reaching kind of the end of the, uh, well, we're definitely reaching the end of the uh, walleye season here. That's coming up, oh, I don't know, like this coming weekend, I think, if I'm not mistaken. So pick up some stuff uh, before it closes up. Uh, you know, shuts down for the year. And then, uh, yeah, then you'll have it for next year. So check them out, alliceficing.com. Save 10 to 20%. Family-owned company. Best brands, better prices. That's what it says right on their front page. Best brands, better prices. And they ain't lying, folks. They ain't lying. Okay? So check them out today. Tell them I sent you. All right, would you? Please? Thank you. Love you guys. All right, everybody. Well, that's the episode today. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to uh, subscribe, okay? Wherever you're listening right now, go ahead, hit that subscribe button. Like all the episodes. Come over to the Facebook page. Leave some comments. You know, I'm always uh, asking people to uh, send us some questions for the guests or for me. Just send them whatever random question, and at some point, I'll answer I'll answer it. You know, hopefully that, uh, if it pertains to that specific episode coming up, we'll ask it on the on the episode. Uh, if you've got some random hunting question or fishing que- open water fishing question or something that's not in season, I should say, I'll save it and ask it whenever uh, I get a guest on or I do an episode where it applies. Always looking for interaction. So yeah, interact, people. Interact. That and share the podcast. Share the podcast. Tell people to subscribe. Tell people to listen. The uh, the bigger the podcast gets, the 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 bigger the guests get. You know, so the more listens I get, the more uh, interactions I get, the more people are willing to come on. All right. So thank you much. All right, everybody. Well, shoot straight, catch a big one, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Mm-hmm.